0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Kruse. And today we are going to pack up our camels and head to the market in the, uh, where are we? Persia or the Maharaja? Or the Maharaja's Court? Where would that be? Would that be Persia or India, perhaps? Who knows? I should have looked that up beforehand. Isn't the name of the game actually a city? (laughs) Uh, You're right. Where is Jaipur? That is my ignorance. <laughs> Let's start this episode with a lot of ignorance on my part about geography. Uh, and then, yeah, it's India for sure. It's in India. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we are in <laughs> India. That's what I thought. That's uh, guys. I totally knew it the whole time. Uh, the whole time. So we are <laughs> packing up some camels to head to the market on behalf of the Maharaja to impress him uh, with our trading skills and abilities in the game Jaipur.
1: Remind me Uh, never to
0: go on a trip with you outside the country ever again. (laughs) Where are we? I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, This game is designed by Sébastien Pochon. Uh, I apologize if I butchered that. Uh, Or Pochon. I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name. And then the publisher is Space Cowboys, is the one that I have. I am assuming that's probably the most popular one in... The U.S. It have also as a game. Day, version. Oh, you do! Oh, wow!
1: Well, look at you. Wait, um, what, what size is your? Is yours like the yellow box with the
0: guy with a really scruffy beard? Um, yeah, he's got the the big beard and the he's in the market, um, showing you, huh? Like he's making a gesture of like, look at these goods. I, I he's on both covers, but he
1: looks slightly. Okay. His beard is definitely much scruffier on the on the newer version uh does he have like a a blue thing going through in his through his turban yes yeah yeah so you have the newer version i have the oh, okay older classic version of the game by game works ah,
0: where he had a much more well-kept grooming he's doing <laughs> regimen. he's doing
1: in mine he's doing this standard like every game box has that person that sits in front and is kind of like at the Forty five degree pose or whatever the hell it like mm-hmm. three quarters pose and his hands are out going, Look at what's behind me. That yeah that uh, type oh. of stance. Which is uh, like okay. every game like in Concordia and I Right. I can't think of any other games right now, but a I, lot of happens, European like, games. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of any European game are like, ooh, there's wonderful things happening here. Look, look what's behind me. But I will <laughs> stare at you.
0: <laughs> oh, I see him. Okay, yeah, I can see the old box art. Oh yeah, wow, that looks like a very classic <laughs> Generic style. It's always like European games made about like um, exotic countries from the European perspective. So it's like, welcome right. to our exotic land. <laughs> it's, it's very uh, egotistical when you think about it that European designers are drawing them like that. This is all. This I, think all could be I think Istanbul does the same thing. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I have the uh, new version, but I'm assuming they're pretty much the same. Do you know anything about the differences between the two? They're basically essentially the same. I think the box is slightly different sized. Other than that, it's the same game. All right. Well, there you go. So no real play differences there. Uh, But, yes, this is a game for two players and two players only – which is also makes the box. Uh, <laughs> I wish they would do something like that on the cover of the art- artwork, but uh, but they did not, and that's fine. But anyway, so this is a, a game of market trading, or not tra- trading, but, uh, well, yeah, no, I guess trading. Trading and purchasing and um, back and forth, trying to earn as much gold as you can in three rounds. It's basically a two out of three premise for this game so you win two out of three of the rounds to win overall the prestige of being the best at market shopping apparently <laughs> it's got some really cool mechanisms in it and i uh, yeah i really enjoyed this one so let's just get right into how do you play it all right so uh in this game
1: essentially there are two different types of things there's a deck of cards and there are a bunch of tokens um to set up the deck of cards is shuffled other than three cards there's In the deck of cards, there are goods and there are camels. Uh, Before it's shuffled, three of the camels are taken out and added to the market. Uh, Then the rest of the deck is shuffled together, uh, and then the market is filled in with two more things, whatever those two random things might be, and each player is given five cards. Uh, Of the tokens, there are essentially goods tokens, which come in six different flavors. There are uh, rubies, gold, and iron. Those make up the, uh, I guess, the richer, luxury-type goods, Uh, and then the goods that pretty much anyone can get off the street at any time, which are fabrics, spices, and I believe fine leather, Uh, or it could just be leather that isn't so fine. Um, uh, And (laughs) there are also... Uh, let's see, if a few other tokens, but those are kind of special bonus additional. There's a bonus camel token, there are three stacks of tokens that have bonus points, and I'll get to those way later, and then there are seal of excellence tokens that determine, uh, that uh, basically remind you who won each of the rounds, because in this game, you'll be playing the game Basically three times, and it's best of three. Uh, in those stacks of goods that I mentioned earlier, the, the gems, fine leathers, all that stuff, uh, they have varying amounts of tokens in them, but they are stacked such that they have little uh, points on them. I don't know what they call it. It's 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 money, whatever the value <laughs> of money is here. It's not gold, because one of them is gold,
0: or just like gold Coded well i think it's like gold bowls. coins and is their the currency <laughs> the, like the points you earn and then gold yeah. as a commodity is just just so market. it's less
1: confusing yeah i'll just say the currency
0: <laughs> yeah. um uh, the value
1: of these objects uh the the tokens that have the most value are on top and they devalue as you go down so as tokens get taken uh they're going to be less and less worth things uh although they might not be that much less depending on the stack they're in if it's a Uh, A luxury good it doesn't devalue too much but it will devalue a little or possibly not at all Uh, and the uh, kind of everyday objects they will devalue pretty quickly Um, but they are still worth something Uh, essentially the way the game will work is on your turn you have a choice of uh, two things you can either take cards uh, or you can sell cards and in your hand, essentially, I should mention this first because before I forget, because I always forget this kind of stuff, you have a hand limit of seven cards. You always start with five. Uh, you also can get rid of camels from your hand. Camels essentially are, I guess, what they usually are using. They're used to kind of pack things on thematically. It doesn't work exactly thematically, but it works <laughs> essentially thematically, because the way you take cards. On your turn, you have a... I think it's three different ways of taking cards. You can either, A, uh, as it says in the rule book, you can take several goods and make an exchange. Uh, you can take a single good from the market and then just refill it from the, the, the draw deck. Or you can just take all all of the camels from the market and you pay nothing and then the, the market gets replaced from the draw deck. So as I mentioned in the first one, you can either take several goods. Now when you take several goods, so that's more than one good, uh, you can take as many as you want. Again, you can't go over seven cards in your hand. You have to replace those goods with something. Those can be goods that are in your hand or camels that you have placed in front of yourself. So that is the use of camels. Is there this thing that have technically no real value for selling but give you a way to not give up things you already have they're just a way to replace things without possibly making the market better for someone else on and by someone else the one other player in this game Uh, (laughs) so that that is taking several goods Uh, if you take one good again you just take that one good you don't replace it with a camel nothing is replaced the only way it was replaced is from a draw deck Uh, and then the last one is taking all the camels so if there's say five all the all five cards in the market are camels you take all those five and then the entire market is replaced uh why would you want to do that because then you have a way of of kind of having a bit more control over what gets into the market or if there's a lot of good things you have more ability to grab things than the other player. So that is taking goods. Uh, then there is selling goods because eventually you have to get rid of those cards in your hand uh, to sell goods uh, you either get rid of one or more cards from your hand uh, and for every card that you get rid of of a single type uh, and I mentioned those six different types uh, you get to take one of those tokens so say for example if you got rid of three spices from your hand uh, essentially selling those spices you take the top three tokens of these spices uh, token pile Um, so if say for example in this case in that spices pile you'd get the five value one the three value one and the three value one so the sooner you get to those the more points you will get the later you get to the piles the less you'll get Uh, there is a little caveat in that those luxury goods you can't give up just one so if you just had one gem card in your hand you cannot sell that gem yet you must have at least two in order to sell those luxury goods the the jewels the gold stuff and the I believe it's iron (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's iron so uh it's it's a little bit harder to get those so when those come out in the market you usually want to grab those when you can it's a lot easier to get the other things and it's a lot easier to sell the other things uh, when you sell those things, uh, not only do you get to those tokens, but if you sell enough of them, you get some of those bonus tokens I mentioned. So if you can sell three, four, or five goods in one single one single cell, uh, you can take a three, four, or five bonus token. And on those, it's just additional points, but it is random. Those those particular piles have been shuffled. Uh, in the three pile, they vary from, I believe it's like one to three. Three points in the four pile i think it's four to six points and in the five pile i think it's eight nine or ten points so it's it's really good to try and like hoard as many things as you can before selling them because if you can sell say like um five you know leather at one time you can make up for having such kind of not so good goods but you've made up for it by getting a really good bonus token out of that um, the game continues on until uh, I think it's one of two situations happens. Either three of those goods piles have emptied. Uh, once the third one has emptied, third or more. I, actually, I don't think they're I'm trying to think logically if there's a way to do that. But essentially, if the third pile empties, uh, the game will end immediately. Or if the uh, market is cannot be completely be refilled. Uh, so if there is ever a time where you can't Fill that market back up to five cards. The game, again, immediately ends. I think usually for games, it tends to end with the, the goods tokens running out, but I, I have done it the other way. Uh, once that happens, basically you'll just go through all of the goods you've gotten and see how many points. Essentially, you flip all over all of your tokens because it just indicates in really big numbers uh, how much it's worth, and you I usually put them in stacks of 10 to easily count things out. Uh, and whoever has the most wins the seal of excellence uh, for that game. Uh, and again, as I said, it's best out of three. So you'll just basically start all over. The person who starts the next game will be the uh, person who lost the previous game. Uh, and, oh, I did forget one thing. At the end of the game, uh, there is there is actually a use for those camels. Whoever has the most camels wins the camel token, uh, which is Yay! worth five points. Uh, can't <laughs> forget about that camel. Who's going the king of the face. camels. <laughs> and again, best of three wins the game. That's it.
0: And there you go. Yeah, it sounds... There's a lot of little rules here, but it's very simple, very straightforward, and very quick to pick up and play this game. Um, and if you've, if you've done any board gaming, you will get this very quickly. Even if you haven't, it's the make sense. The structures of this make sense. So... Yeah, yeah, I love I love the camels of this game. They're such a great way to make this game feel unique and to to approach the market in different ways. Because there's that that um, opportunity cost. If you you can take all the camels from the market, so you have a lot of wilds basically to put back uh, or just placeholders to put back in the market to get the cards you really want. But once you do, you're basically opening up a bunch of new spots for a flood of cards for the other player to suddenly have a lot more options on their turn. So it's a really fun puzzle to figure out the timing of when you want to do that, when to buy a bunch of cards to clear the market, giving them more options. Usually when they have to play cards, if they have a full hand, you're like, well, I know you can't buy anything right now. So so it's really fun to time that out. And and this game plays very fast. So it's uh, that two out of three structure, I really enjoy with it because you're going to want to play again. Uh, obviously, if it was just one round, that'd be too sh- too short. And so I'm always excited to play at least one more, maybe even two more to get uh, a full game of this played. So it's very addictive in our house. Um, yeah, let's see. Jaipur, what else could we say about it? The art is amazing. It's very bright. Uh, I'm assuming both... Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to pull up a picture of both editions. Yeah. I think they probably have
1: slightly different art. It might have the same. Yeah. I don't know.
0: No, it's a little different. It looks like the older version is um, a little different than the newer version that I have, but it is uh, still nice. The color scheme is very similar, though. It's very bright um, and uh, vibrant colors, and the cards are very um, – they're just really cool. Like They went way overboard on uh, the display uh, or the picture they use, the painting they use of or i'm sorry the graphic it's not painted it's just a graphic the graphic that they use uh for like gold and silver and all the other ma- market um what do they called oh my god why can't i talk today <clears throat> not elements the market items that you're going to be buying they're very beautiful so they're just nice to look at in the market you could you would i like the silver one's my favorite it's got that giant silver elephant in it um, I don't know if that's the same across both editions, but it's beautiful and it makes me want to we buy it even when I don't bowl. need silver. Oh yeah. The,
1: no, there is an elephant. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The old ones are a little different. I'm looking at the face now, so they look nice too, but I think the new ones kind of ramped up the art on those, the market items even more to make it look just like very rich and luxurious. And so they just, it's just a fun game to look at. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it plays too, it's a bummer. This is a game that I wish played more players because I really enjoy it, but it shines as a two player back and forth market purchasing game. It really, really plays well. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I've ever thought I wish I could play this with more people. I like
1: the fact that it's a two player game. It it's very I don't I feel like it would ruin the balance because in this game. Oh, definitely, yeah. It, That knowing that, okay yeah, they have nowhere to go. They've they filled up their hands like that's harder to do in a three person game and and knowing, okay if I get rid of this, they're going to have they're not going to want to pick that up or uh, we both kind of have the same amount of camels. Do I want to grab some more camels so that I'll probably get those last five points or do I want to give it give up all my camels now and then they'll probably take all those camels and they'll definitely win that camel race. How do I right. want to do this? Like, do I want to try and end the stack now to have the game end right away? Who's going to end the game? It, and having it be that two-player experience, it gives you a bit more, uh, I guess, knowledge of the future of, okay, I know it's going to be my turn next, so I don't have to worry about, okay, I, I know what they're going to do, but I have no idea how it's going to handle on the next person going around. So I, I love this. It's a lovely two-player experience, and I, I'm glad they didn't try and shoehorn in a third player personally.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it it would fail as a three. It's just a playing experience that I wish could be played with more people because it is such a great game. I really love this game. And uh it's just one of those experiences. Well just that make I wish, them oh. watch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now sit there and watch us play this great game. Can you play? No you cannot. But anyway, yeah, no I totally agree. It it would not be probably as exciting and fun uh with higher player counts it would change it would change the game enough that it would obviously be it feel a lot different but um but yeah it's just it really is a great two-player game and this game is nice i'm glad we did this one too because it's nice because it falls into some of those um very few that we've done so far for this review series that are just two players that play really well really really well they feel uh, it's it kind of be, can be hard to feel like a get a rich playing experience with two players i think like games that are just solo dedicated to two players but this is one that really really shines and feels not like an afterthought <laughs> design structure they they clearly spent a lot of time uh, working on this game design and making it freaking tight uh let's see what else can <laughs> we say about this um yeah what what's your guys's player experience i would assume this is one that you take out um a lot, it's a takeout game for you guys uh it definitely is a takeout game
1: we We've had it for a while now. I think it was a suggestion from the game store owner. I, I think my, my wife got it for me as a present, and she's just like, hey, is there anything like a good two-player game? And like this is their first recommendation. And, yeah, I, it's definitely a, a the perfect recommendation. It's really good. We take it out I, – I think we take it out a little bit less than often than we used to only because there's so many games to play, but we have never been disappointed – buy a play even like there again there are games that you can play and be like oh that game that just nothing was working out at any point in time I don't think I've ever felt that way playing this game when I'm playing I'm like okay this could go any way there are definitely times where I'm like okay they've definitely got an advantage but I always think there could easily be a turnaround point what it, the next card that get flipped could change the game for me uh, and it's, there have been games where I'm like, oh, I've, I think I've got this in the bag. And then she beats me by like two points and it's just like, <laughs> oh, but the fact that it's a best two out of three makes me go, all right, this is, this is the one I got to turn around right here. This is the game. I got, I got to take a different strategy or, you know, hope I have a little bit better luck on what comes out at what time, or maybe I should try and focus a bit more on those camels. Cause she was. Totally – like if someone just has all the camels and you never have any, you are not going to be doing well. You are – even if you can like draw two at a time, if they still have like five, they have a huge advantage. So like – yeah, this game always has me feeling like I'm in it at all times, and I've never been angry with this game. There are definitely games that I've played of and like, God, that was so stupid. How could that <laughs> like <laughs> like well, I, a few days ago I played Orleans with my wife and oh god, that game has me frustrated every time I play it. I've yet to win that game. <laughs> I am going to. Eventually, I was so. I think I was off by like six points, and by the end of it, I kept going, I, if I'd done this, I might have won. I'm like, no, no, I still would have lost by two. Uh, <laughs> this game, I'm going, yeah, yeah, she totally deserved that. I, I could have, ah, things are just, I, I like it. And I at all points in time, playing it, and even afterwards, I'm just like, yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah, yeah, me. That's great. I totally agree with all of that. This, this, there's nothing about this game that I'm annoyed by or frustrated by or hung up by. It, everything about it is just really fun to engage with, and this just is such a great design. Who, um, the uh, I scrolled away from the page, which is named the Mister Pauschon Sebastian Pauschon. Uh, did a great job, sir. Kudos to you. This is becoming, if it's not already, I would, I, I at this point would probably consider Jaipur a classic game. It's got a oh, yeah. second reprint. People know about it. It's very well regarded. And uh, it also is just a great accessible game. I kind of mentioned that at the top, but it's um, really, really accessible. And so uh, he did such a great job of a structure that makes sense to gamers and is satisfying to gamers who like lots of different types of games, but also... I could. This is a great intro game. Really great intro game. Yeah, and um, is very easy to pick up. And uh, yeah. he is. Oh, he's also. I kind of forgot. He's also uh, responsible as one of the designers of Jamaica too. I've totally forgot about that. Ah. So he may be becoming one of my favorite designers. <laughs> I've not played. <laughs> not played any of his other games. I don't think, but. Uh, Uh, He he
1: only designs games that begin with the letter
0: J. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. Yeah, big J section. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, But uh, anyway, so yeah, just a really, really great game. When I think of just like solid board games that do – are like a great ambassador for the hobby, Jaipur is definitely one of these. So I I had only recently become exposed to this mainly because we were doing this uh, review of it, and I'm so glad I did. So there we go. I can't get a – Bigger shout out than that.
1: <laughs> I do have to mention the one thing I don't like about the game. There is God one dare thing. Dare you. And it and it always comes up is Setting up each game just can be a little bit annoying because those stacks have to be in a very particular order. It's just like, okay, got to put the five, then the three, then the three, then the two, and then the one and the one. All right. No, got to put that one over there. Oh, I (laughs) forgot. I I forgot. I had this sitting over here. I got to put this over and that goes underneath that one. And there are six different stacks. And then you have to shuffle each of the bonus stacks every time. and. It's, it yeah, is a little fair. irritating having to set up each game and the fact that you have to play three games in a row. I mean, yeah. I'm glad there's three games in a row. It's just <laughs> the setup is just slightly tedious and it just is ever present. And every time both of us go, man, I wish that the setup just didn't take up as long.
0: You yeah, know? I would. I do it every time. I totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, to- I totally agree with that. It, it is a little annoying <laughs> because it is a fast game, and each round you've got to um, set those chits up. I mean, they're nice, but yeah, you're right. That could have been streamlined, or they could have had another system there, but for the cost of the game. I don't know what game, they would have I- done. Yeah, I don't yeah know. they could have gone several different ways, had a tracker or something like that, but but um, but yeah, that's true. That is a minor complaint, but it is very much there, <laughs> especially for a game that you do play three rounds, potentially, at least two, and uh, you got to redo those stacks each time. Get your grubby mitts all over them, and then mess them around as you're trying to make the sacks of sacks of ten for scoring, and then gotta filter them back out again, just pile them back in the order they need to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, amazing on every level. Yes. All right. So let's talk about taking it out. Um, okay. So this is also going to do really well as a takeout game. It um, it doesn't take that much table space. The it's it's going to have obviously the center market uh, <clears throat> excuse me it's going to have the center market of five uh, let's see that's yeah five cards plus the draw deck there then you're going to have a hand of cards that in front of you and you're also going to have camels which are not in your hand so the camels don't go to your hand they're going to be in front of you representing your herd of camels that you can send forth at any time to f- grab stuff from the market so that is going to be right in front of you what also is going to be right in front of you are um, the growing goods that you have purchased uh, before they're purchased they they form a Let's see, there's six goods plus the bonus tile, bonus chits. So there's seven piles uh, or seven rows or columns, however you want to set them up, of goods out stacked sequentially. And then in front of you, as you grab them, they're going to be coming in front of you. So I think this is, it can easily still be played around a meal, um, but it is there's a few things to arrange. Uh, Nothing I don't think that's really a good deal breaker, but there is stuff on the table. So it's easier to kind of represent, get a representation of this if you take a look at it. You go to BoardGameGeek, or we could probably post a picture of a layout on our Instagram uh, as well. But there's several things on the table, but none of them is, like, really fun. There's no board or anything like that that has to be right in the middle. As long as the market is accessible to everybody and there's only two of you, then you can put it kind of wherever you need to. So that – lends itself to it and also the fact that it is only a two player so there's only two people trying to get at the stuff that makes it a lot more easier to finagle around a table
1: and since since it's not really a tableau game you never really are putting Yes, you're putting the camels in front of you, but again, you just kind of stack them on top. You you fan yeah. them out so everyone knows how many you have. But other than that, you're not like, ooh, I need to keep these goods here. Anything you sell is just going into a discard pile, so it doesn't really matter. And your tokens, right. you can just stack up as much as you need to in front of you, the ones that you win. So yeah, I think it's pretty easy. The only thing that's really taking up room are those the tokens that are pretty small and then the market cards, which is right in the middle. Just right. move the hot
0: sauce out of the way. You're good. yeah get that hot sauce what's that doing in there
1: this is (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is a uh, ice cream shop what do I have hot hot sauce (laughs) (laughs) um <laughs> so I do yeah live really in Portland people have weird <laughs> tastes out here <laughs> yeah fair enough mm-hmm. um yeah so it really good marks there and uh, the vibe is really great it's just a great back and forth game a lot of table talk option uh, potentiality here a lot of excitement you're gonna be paying attention to what other people are doing because that is going to heavily affect what you do and so you're engaged the whole time and once again being a two-player game it's back to you really quick so you really don't have a lot of downtime. Um, in the game at, at all, you're always going to be kind of focused and paying attention and thinking about your next turn. It also doesn't lend itself too much to analysis paralysis. The decision to make at on your turn, yeah, there's some different ways you can go, uh, but they never feel overwhelming. It never feels like oh, I got to really mull this over. It's just like okay, I could go one of two, maybe three ways here, and uh, um, you know, none of the decisions is a terrible decision. So. So anyway, that's that's a nice thing there. And let's see. Would your mom like this game? This is a tough one. I think your mom would like this game, but I don't know if she could get I I feel like the amount of components might be a hesitant hang up. But I feel like this your mom would like this game. What do you think? <sighs> I honestly
1: I don't And here's the main reason why I don't think she'd like it is because it is strictly two player. Right. And my sure. when my mom plays a game, she wants a group and she wants, you know, a, a ruckus going on. She wants interesting things to happen. I don't think there's anything about the game itself that she would hate. I think it's just the fact that it's two player that she wouldn't really try the game out. If if this was a game, which again, I would as I mentioned earlier, I would not want this to be more than two players. If this is a game <laughs> where there were four players, I think she might actually enjoy the game. But because it's a, a two-player, I almost said single-player. <laughs> I'm playing with myself a lot. It's a, it's a double single-player. <laughs> the double single-player. Yep. Uh, because it's just strictly two-player, I don't think she'd ever be like, "Yeah, let's play that," or "Sure, I'll play it with you." She wants to be. She wants to be playing with more than just that. So I think the right. only reason she wouldn't play this is because of that. Other than that, I think she would get into the game. So. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to list it as a no, but spiritually, I'm going
0: to list it as a yes, which means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. <laughs> um, okay, great. yeah, so that uh, that answers that, sort of. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely a recommend from us. I, I, this is a great game, stands the test of time. There's a reason why it's still around and has a reprint. It's really pretty inexpensive. You can still find it at game stores and, of course, online. Um, right now, it's hard to get to your game store, uh, potentially. But if you can, try to support them and grab it there. I think it's well worth the cost of it. And I'm really glad. Uh, actually, I don't have... I was lying before. I don't own it. I've been borrowing it. But I think I have ah. <laughs> pick it up. I've, <laughs> I just, I've had it for a while, so I keep thinking I own it. But I don't. Uh, but I probably <laughs> will pick it up just because it is such a great, quick two-player with a fun light feel but enough strategy to, to feel satisfying um it fits a really cool spot in that two-player game category so really really recommend this the only person i can think that it wouldn't be for is if you are just a hardcore heavy gamer war gamer maybe i don't know and you just don't like met- wasting your time with these silly little games then you probably wouldn't be a big fan of this but i, I just can't imagine any gamer really hating this game. I feel like yeah. there's something here for everybody, at least, uh, that would be enticing. And if you don't like it, yeah. once again, it's a short one, so you're done quick anyway, and you can move yeah. on to your uh, Warhammer uh, set of yeah, games after this. Um, all right. Let's see. Have we done it all? Did we do Jaipur? A, the, a good We did do Jaipur, try? yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that will do it for us, guys, and uh, definitely check this one out. And I hope you guys are all getting some gaming in virtually, if nothing else, as we all are stuck at home trying to figure out how to stay sane. And Our premise of our series has now pretty much been shot to hell. (laughs) Games to take out to bars and restaurants is not uh, really a functional thing anymore. Will it ever be again? Let's hope so. But uh, of course, these are also really great games that in any one of the ones that we've reviewed to pull out quickly or play in a small space or anything anyway, you don't have to play them in a restricted space, of course. But I think all the games that we've reviewed so far are really great options for um, some relatively um, short, and time length these aren't huge games but really cool games to check out and to keep your sanity during this time so we'd love to hear from you guys hear how you're doing and hear if you have any suggestions for games that we could review or maybe a take on our series uh, theme uh, in this moment but to get a hold of us you can get a reach us on twitter and instagram of course at chits and chat or chits in chat and you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. And we'd love to hear from you guys. And until then, we will catch you on the next episode. <laughs> what about a quote? Oh, crap. I forgot. I don't have a quote. Um, here's my quote. <laughs> <laughs> my quote is, uh, hey, do you have toilet paper? Can I have some? That is my quote and has been my quote for the last week. And uh, All right. Uh, on a side note, I did get toilet paper today. Let, let everyone know why our family is back in business. <laughs> maybe maybe, so, maybe we can
1: change the title of this uh, the whole series instead to ta- Games You Can Take Out to Bars. To games you can play in a bunker. <laughs> right. Games You Can Convert to Toilet Paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That would be a whole different series of games, I, have, I think.
0: <laughs> I have Firefly. That is full of paper money. And... <laughs> There you go. Right there. That'll last us a month. Um, <laughs> very colorful toilet paper we have. But anyway, we hope that you guys are all doing well. And uh, hope you have toilet paper as well and are getting through this. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye.